Welcome to Life Point with your host, Pastor Tom Doherty. Well, folks, thank you for listening today. I'm glad you are tuned in because it's going to be a great day, a great week. Because you know what? I want to talk about love. Love speaks the truth. If you love someone, you'll be loyal to them no matter what the cost. You'll stand up for them. You'll defend them. And we need to have the love of God in us to help others. Let's pray together. Heavenly Father, thank you for loving us. Thank you for being with us. Pray you would lead us, that you would guide us. You would open up doors for us, that we would love people with a sincere love. But Lord, more than that, we would love you with a sincere love. Lead us, I pray, in Jesus' name. Amen. I think it's important to speak truth, folks, but to do it in love. One reason why we have a hard time winning people, Lord, is because we speak harshly and we try to cram Jesus down their throats and down their heart. We need to plan our presentation. When you know you're going to deal with a certain situation, make a plan that be effective for speaking the truth in love. You know, granted, much of life is spontaneous, and hopefully we have enough spiritual depth to help somebody. We can help somebody grow close to the things of God. And I think there's some direct times that we must be careful in approaching people. Like when they're tired or worn out, they become more sensitive and easily agitated. And I surely am not interested in making people angrier. You know, one thing I don't like is making people angrier. It's like if you know your wife doesn't like something and then you hammer on it, you guess what? It's not going to be pretty. You, you know what I'm talking about. But I think all of us have learned around people that uh, were, that are this way when, when and not to bring up certain issues. And I know there's people around me that probably wouldn't bring certain issues up around me because they know that I would react. So some of loving people and being a living witness is using discretion, discretion in what you do and how you do it. Our Heavenly Father, lead us this day. God, open up our hearts and our minds to you. May we see you clearly in Jesus' name. It's probably not wise to catch somebody when they are under a great deal of pressure or if they're in a hurry because a mind is focused on other things. And I am probably the greatest example of that because when I get focused on something, I've got to get somewhere. My mind is not there. Somebody's trying to catch me when I'm going out the door trying to get to the legislature or to the radio station and they're trying to tell me something when I'm anxious because I've got an appointment. Uh, you know, you don't listen very well. If I'm trying to finish a letter to get in this in the mail that day and the salesman comes by, it's not a good time because I got to get that out. The best time to share God's truth is when someone is rested and ready to hear it, and then they can understand the truth of God that you are trying to impart on them. You know, <laughs> yeah, people, yeah, can you really be rested? That's a good question. Can you really be rested? It's probably best to share when you both are at your best. Proverbs twenty five eleven, the great Solomon shares the right word at the right time is like precious gold set in silver. Isn't that something? The right word at the right time is like precious gold set in silver. Hey, that's pretty cool. Having gold set in silver, I bet that'd be pretty valuable. Well, what he's saying here, what Solomon's saying is there's a lot of value in sharing at the right time. It's a lot of value in sharing God's truth. You know, sometimes when you go, let's say you're going to go to a relative's house and you know they don't know the Lord and you're saying, Lord, I need you to help me show them you. And you pray to God, give me that opportunity. Give me that door. And many times when you pray for that door, 
God opens that door, and when you're praying about it, you think about it, and you realize the door is open. I'm going to step through. They might be talking about an issue, something they're dealing with a family, and you're able to insert something that deals with the Spirit of God and how God could be in the situation. God opens more doors that way. I think people need to share truth to people in a way that they understand what you're saying. Too many times we get so technical or we use religious jargon and people have no idea about what you're saying. We use Christianese words instead of words they understand. See, we don't always get it that everybody doesn't have the knowledge that we have about the things of God, about the Bible, and especially non-believers. And when we use Christian jargon, Christian words like, let's say, you need to be born again. There's a what? It's kind of like Nicodemus. What do you mean born again? I, I don't get that. You need to know Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. And this is how you do it. You know, when you walked up to somebody and say, you need to be born again, or do you have salvation, or have you had your sins atoned for? They will say, what are you talking about? And the truth is, many people have no idea what you're saying. Proverbs 12, 18 says this, Solomon again says, Thoughtless words can wound as deeply as any sword, but wisely spoken words can heal. We need to season our words with God's wisdom if people are going to see God's truth. Just like I have my, my best friend for years and years, Mel, my friend Mel, who passed away last April and suddenly, and it really took a whole lot of my heart and many other people's heart. He was the best state, steak cooker ever. I had many steaks at his house. He, he knew how to season those steaks. I mean, they were better than any restaurant you'd go to. It was crazy, but it was seasoned. That's what our words need to be. And according to Solomon in chapter 15 of Proverbs, he says, a soft answer turns away wrath, wrath meaning anger. That is where many people run into problems because they respond to sharp, sharply against their mates or against things they don't want to hear from someone else. We've got to take a step back sometimes, folks. And breathe before saying something that will cause more issues. <laughs> I have certainly been guilty of saying things that have caused more issues. I've had to take a step back and try to think before I talk, you know, and, and uh, I tend to just kind of spew, you know, and I've got to I've got to be careful. You know, that's, you know, where a lot of us have run into problems, you know, and I've seen that over and over again. Communication, folks, is the glue that needs to be used when speaking the truth in love to those closest to us. People need affirmation. My father was incredible affirming people. He would affirm people. They loved to talk to him because he would affirm them. He would bless them. He would pray for them. We need affirmation. They need someone to pat them on the back and tell them that they are okay. They're okay and that God loves them even though they've made mistakes because we all have. And this is a problem. Sometimes we as Christians, we just... We barbecue people because they made a terrible choice, a terrible sin. We barbecue them instead of loving them, patting them on the back, said, God's going to be with you and God will forgive you. God loves you and I love you. I don't love the sin, but I love you. Do people understand that? Solomon says in chapter 12, verse 25 in Proverbs, a word of encouragement does wonders. Yes, it does wonders. Are we encouraging people? Are we there for people? The people see the power of God in us. We need to affirm people. Let them know we love them very much and you believe in them. 
We need to do that with our children. If they're making poor decisions, you know, love them. Let them know that you believe in them. They can change. They can, they can become better. They can make better decisions. Instead, beating them down, and all they want to do is rebel. Let the love of God be the aim. You know, we have to risk rejection sometimes and share honestly the truth and love with people. Believe me, not everyone will accept it with open arms. If it was easy, then I think we, we would have had it licked. We need to confront people when they are choosing to make poor decisions and do what we can to encourage them and love them. But many times by saying nothing, we say everything that you're doing is okay with us. And that's not good. I've seen many people do that to their children, especially their adult children. But I want to have a relationship with my child and I don't want them to be mad at me. But we don't speak truth. We avoid truth. All we want to do is be their friend while they're going on a path that leads to destruction. Second Peter 5, 19 and 20, Peter says, We know that we are children of God and that the whole world is under the control of the evil one. We know also that the Son of God has come and has given us understanding so that we may know him who is true. And we are in him who is true, even in the Son, Jesus Christ. He is the true God in eternal life. We are chosen people. We are chosen to hear the truth. God wants us to hear and listen and respond to the truth. All of us who truly want to see people live positive lives for Christ. I don't think any of us want to see people not, if we love God. We care for others, and we would want to do something to help them. Kind of like the story of the Good Samaritan that uh, you've heard many times. Guy just got robbed, beaten up, and the Levite and the priest, they just walked on by. No, they didn't bother. But while the Samaritan showed compassion and took care of the man and watched over him until he healed up, Jesus is looking for people to respond in truth and love. Are you going to be one of those people? Are you going to be one of those people that say, I am going to make a difference? I'm going to respond in truth and love. What can we as people do to really love people and have compassion for people? We can start by caring for each other with a real love. It's easy to read the passage, love your neighbor as yourself, but do we live it? We talk about big about many things, but do we show it? We, as people of God, must call on the strength of God to go beyond ourselves and to show people the love of God and tell them of his truth. Arise and take action. Let's be people of action. To share the truth means that we're willing and looking for ways to help spread the love of God. Just think, if you and I and all of us would share the love of God, we would see so many people come to know Jesus as Lord and Savior. We need revival. We need people to be revived again and serve God with all their heart, soul, and mind. Kind of sounds like the Great Commission, Matthew 28. All authority in heaven and earth has been given to me. Therefore, go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit and teaching them, listen to this, and teaching them to obey everything I have commanded you. And surely I am with you always to the very end of the age. God wants to touch your life. Where are you at today? Are you praying that God uses you? Or have you put up walls between your family? You just want to 
give them a feel-good philosophy? Are you standing up for the things of God? People, it's time for you and I to make a difference. Let's go out and let's love people. LifePoint is a ministry of the Cloverdale Church of God. If you would like a copy of today's broadcast or would like more information about the church, please call us at 208-362-1700 or write to Cloverdale Church of God, 3755 South Cloverdale Road, Boise, Idaho, 83709. You may also visit us at our website, www.cloverdalechurch.org. Thank you for listening and have a blessed day.